Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're gonna to cover something a little bit different. We're covering some malicious compliance. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Moonlover10792, who says, you want a man to help you? No problem, one will clock in soon. This happened 16 years ago. When I was about 20 years old, I was a department manager in a big box hardware store. People said I acted 25, but I didn't even look 18. As a young female, I saw my fair amount of sexual discrimination, but the worst always came from women. This is the story of one such woman. I managed the paint department, had three associates who worked for me. They loved me as a boss because I bought them a department radio, took the shifts they didn't want, worked Friday clothes and Saturday mid so my two younger guys could have time to have fun on Friday nights and the older gentlemen took early Saturday mornings so they could sleep off their fun. In trade, I gave the older gentleman his ideal schedule. My team was awesome. One day, I was in the department alone and a lady came up to me and asked me where she could find the five-gallon oil-based primer. I let her know that my location didn't carry the five-gallon size of that primer. She told me that we did and said it was shelved right there while suggesting I was too stupid to remember. Her husband gave me an apologetic look. I let her know that another location had what she was looking for and that it was in fact in that exact location in that store. She let me know how stupid she thought I was for thinking she could mix up stores. Then she began yelling and loudly insisting that I get a man out there to help her because she wanted someone competent and not a stupid little girl. Her husband actually tried to step in at that point, but I just smiled and let her know that a male paint associate would be clocking in any minute and I would be happy to direct him to her as soon as he is on the clock. I smiled and waited for Joe to clock in. Joe was great and I knew he could handle this or I wouldn't have put him in this situation. But Joe was also new. He was learning things super quick but still relied on the rest of us for help. When I saw Joe walking up, I quickly said that there was a customer who needed help. I let him know that she was upset and asked him to do his best to answer her questions. Joe walked up to the lady. She said, finally, a man. She asked her question, explained where the product should be and waited. Joe calmly let her know that he had never seen us carry five gallon size of oil-based primer, but he said he could check with the paint department manager. She was happy and loudly said she was happy to be getting some real help. Joe walked up to me and started to ask me about a five gallon oil-based primers. The lady quickly walked up and asked him what he was doing. He turned and said, this is my manager. She runs this department. The husband laughed out loud. The woman stormed off and I, Bought Joe lunch. <laughs> I absolutely love interactions like this. Not that OP had to go through such a shitty time, but you know, the way that they dealt with it and the, the feeling she must have had afterwards must have been just absolutely immense. To be a fly in the wall watching that happen and the husband laughed out loud as well and just think he has to live with that. Holy moly but as always when we cover these types of stories there's always similar experiences in the comments so we're going to cover a couple now as well so catch me if you can says i had a real similar experience i worked in a large appliance store and an older woman came in to buy a washing machine i was in my early 20s and looked very young 
Anyway, I went up to help her and she stated that she would like a man to help her please. I said okay and went to get one of my male colleagues. I told him she had requested a man. The whole way through the sale, when she asked a question, he'd say, hang on, let me just check with the expert and come chat with me for a moment. He knew very well what the answer was. In fact, he had trained me, but he was a golden soul. Colleagues coming together to overcome the evils of the world. I absolutely love it. But Coco Ash says, same thing always happened to me, female, working in a sporting goods department of a certain blue big store chain. My male co-workers recognized it and always had a fun time with it. When they asked me to get a man to help them with a gun, my coworkers always made a point to ask me the question after they were asked before responding to the customer, even though they knew the answer to the question. I had some awesome coworkers that had my back. To which Duke of Gibbon replies that saying, if the operation of a firearm involves genitals, something has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> and one more from Odd Astro. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Not who says, I loved it when I was working and people refused my help because I'm a woman. I worked at GameStop. Anytime they'd demand my store manager, I would go get her with glee. She was a 50 plus year old woman who didn't even really play games, which meant that not only did they have to deal with a different woman, they were losing my 20 plus years of gaming experience. And our next story comes from someone you don't know, 70, who says, won't compensate me for my fence, then compensate me 100 times as much for my crops. The malicious compliance in this story is not mine, it's my brother-in-law's. Some of the details may be slightly off, but the overall story is true. My brother-in-law grows avocados in California. Several years ago, a portion of his ranch was ravaged by a wildfire, or so he thought at first. When the smoke cleared, it became obvious that the fire was caused by an electrical line that was blown over by strong winds and had landed on his fence, catching it on fire. Since he had been planning on diversifying his crops anyway, he decided he'd simply replace his fence, replant and move on. To that end, he called up the electric company that owned the downed line and asked them for about 10K in compensation to replace the fence that had been destroyed by their electrical line. They denied any and all culpability in the matter and told him he should sue them if he didn't like it. What the electric company didn't realize was that my sister, his wife, works full-time as a corporate attorney for one of the largest utilities in California, defending against cases just like this one. At first, she was concerned that this utility was a subsidiary of her employer, in which case there would be a massive conflict of interest. Apparently, legal departments frown on their employees when their husband is suing them. Go figure. Thankfully, after some investigation, she realized that the utility in question was completely independent of her employer, and at that point, the gloves were off. My sister didn't represent her husband because she's typically on the other side of these cases, but she did advise him on everything he needed to bring to court to win his case, and she helped him find a very reputable lawyer with a solid record of winning cases like these. Not knowing what they were up against, 
the utility persisted in refusing to negotiate, hoping that by forcing my brother-in-law to trial, he would simply give up and go away. Spurred on by my sister's insistence that he had a solid case, he called their bluff and went to trial. As it turns out, California takes agricultural damage very seriously, and the court conducted its own independent investigation. It estimated the total damages at around $335,000, which is over 33 times as much as my brother-in-law had asked for initially. Furthermore, there is a law in California that awards triple damages in cases where agriculture is impacted, so the utility that had been unwilling to negotiate over TNK was now on the hook for over a million dollars in damages. When all was said and done, my brother-in-law confided to me that he would have gladly settled for the 10K in arbitration and that it would probably have taken him over a decade to even sell a million dollars worth of crops. The utility had to have their day in court though. Wow. And I'm really happy for OP and brother-in-law in this situation, you know, that they did go to court in the end because the absolute attitude of these people, you know, their property is damaged, someone else's fence. He only wanted the 10K to replace the fence and then move on, but they weren't having it. So, you know, in the end, they get what they deserve in this particular situation. But Cellophane Flower says, honestly, this is one of those situations where it is better to do what your brother-in-law did. Take it to court and follow through with his wife's advice. Maybe that utility company will learn from their grave mistake and not treat others like this. At the very least, I bet there are new policies and procedures for handling this type of situation. Ungrundle replied to that saying they won't. It's really eye-opening once you realize that the large corpo's pockets are way deeper than you imagined, even if you imagine them to be pretty deep. Statistically, they still come out better if they litigate everything, even if it fucks them around every once in a while. Source was an e-discovery consultant for over a decade with exclusively F500 clients. And one more because it was a little bit of relevant information. Gold PP asks, wait, so did they pay him the million dollars in damages? To which OP says, I don't know how much of it went to him in the end. The lawyer takes a significant cut, but the amount he got was well in the excess of 10K he was asking for to begin with. And there was some speculation around those comments and people were saying maybe around 500K or something like that he got, but we don't truly know. Anyway, what do you guys make of that one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And our next story comes from Rustic Whiskey, who says, Get rid of my vacation. Have fun replacing me. I originally posted this as a comment on another thread, but realized it needed its own limelight. I worked at a company that gave out exorbitant amounts of vacation. 
Anyone who worked there for 25 plus years received eight weeks of vacation and two weeks of personal time. This was a family-owned company, but rather large. We ran three shifts totaling 250 plus people. Enter Jimmy. Jimmy was a grizzled old man. He started at the company when he was just 20. Now he was 63 and gave absolutely zero shits. Jimmy also knew how to make a specific part of our product, him and one of the higher up in the office. One day, the plant owner comes out and announces he's selling to a corporation. He's older and ready to retire. He promises that there will be very little change and wishes us all well. The new company comes in and immediately goes after many of the great benefits we had. The first thing they do is cut everyone's max vacation down to four weeks and do completely away with personal time. Anyone who's maxed out had until December 31st of that year to use it up and they wouldn't pay it out. They then go into the office and clean house, firing anyone who's close to retirement, including Jimmy's backup. But they also do away with one very important rule. You no longer have to get vacation approved. You can just call in and take it. Jimmy is pissed and they know it. They realize he's the only one in the building that can do his job now. So they hire a new kid for him to train, most likely to permanently replace Jimmy. So Jimmy does what anyone would do. He calls in the first training day for the new hire and lets us know he's going to use all of his PTO at once and promptly takes 10 weeks off. We had a back stock of parts he had made, so it wasn't too unnerving. But for 10 weeks, Jimmy went and applied to other jobs, found one and started. Fast forward 10 weeks, it's the day Jimmy is supposed to return. He doesn't. For two days, they try calling him and even go to his house. He's nowhere to be found. Finally, on day three, he calls and resigns and they lose their shit. The part he makes are specialized and patented by the original founder. You can't just hire someone off the street to make them. What eventually happened was they had to contract the original owner to come in and teach some new hires how to make them. And when he found out what all they had done, it pissed him off. The last I heard, he'd charged them a seven-figure contract to teach them how to produce the parts. And they had to pony up or close down. Moral of the story, don't fuck with people's vacation time. <laughs> Edit. Jimmy made an electronic control module that was sealed and stayed fixed in a poured unit made of a two-part epoxy. Edit two, Jimmy didn't exactly miss out on a seven-figure contract and had zero chance to take one. He left, said fuck him and moved on. When they contacted the previous owner and explained the situation, it was basically a, you need my help, it'll cost one million type of conversation. Final update. Thank you everyone for all the attention this received. I had no idea how this would blow up like this. I have immediate family working with the company still, so if I hear any more rumblings, I'll fill you all in. Also, I worked here for four years. I have a few other Jimmy stories I may post at other times on the appropriate Reddits. Thank you all again. And that's what part of what I don't really understand about like these big corporation takeovers of smaller businesses. And I know they think that they're trying to streamline them and make them better or whatever the fuck they think they're trying to do. I just don't get it because, you know, this company was clearly must have been doing well with the perks that they gave their staff. Their staff was happy to work for them. And then they just go in and piss off all the happy people. That's never going to end well, is it? But anyway. And our next story is called you can't continue working from home because you go idle in chat too often. As part of the plan to return to office post-COVID, my company had done a lot of redesignating of who can permanently work from home, who can hybrid, etc. I really wanted to work from home full-time, 
I hate the office with a burning passion. It's distracting. It's a long commute. There's no benefit to being there. So on and so forth. I'd rather be at home. Well, when we thought May was going to be going back to the office time, they started giving out the new designations. I got designated as in office full time. It made no sense to me. I work on a team of eight people and each of us in a different office somewhere in the country. I've literally never been to an in-person meeting or needed to do in-person work in three years at this company. Every single other person on my team got designated to work from home. So I brought it up with my boss and asked to work from home. When I started at this company and lived elsewhere, I got to work from home for four months before I moved and the past 14 months during COVID have been at home. So 18 out of 36 months at the company have been working from home. What I was told is that I go idle too often in chat to trust to work from home. Basically, we have a company-wide instant messaging system that shows you as available, idle, or in a meeting. If you don't touch your keyboard for five minutes, you show as idle. So they've decided to use this as a measure for who is working and who isn't. The thing is, like many people in many types of job, I don't have shit to do for a full eight hours every single day. The amount of work I have to do on a typical day takes three to five hours of actual attention. There simply isn't something to do all the time. My performance numbers actually went up working from home. By all objective KPI numbers, I'm better working at home. In fact, in the KPIs that I don't flat out lead the team in, I come in second. There isn't work to do that I'm neglecting or procrastinating. When something comes up, I simply do it until it's done or until I can't do any more due to waiting on someone else then stop. And I've done that method long enough that my work queue stays empty because I work to get my queue down to the point where when something comes up, I can immediately address it and be done with it. But because I have other ways to spend my time and downtime, instead of messing around online at my queue pretending to be working, meaning I show idle more often. I'm a worse worker apparently. I was told if it weren't for that, they would let me work at home. So I wrote a six line PowerShell script that virtually inputs the period key every four minutes that starts running every day at 8 a.m. and stops at 5 p.m. So now I literally never go idle. I do the same amount of work and still read books, watch TV and play video games on the side, but I have a shiny green check next to my name all day. Because of COVID implications, they eventually said no going back until after Labor Day. I just had a meeting with my boss and he said over this time they've noticed I go idle a lot less than I used to, so they're changing my designation to work from home or because of a little icon in some software. This concludes my TED talk on why low to middle level managers are the dumbest, most useless do nothing positions in all of corporate America. Edit. I do not need to be told by a mouse jiggler for the 30th time. I'm aware of what they are. This costs me no money and achieves the same thing. Why would I pay to achieve an effect I've already achieved for free? Edit two, a lot of people are understandably asking for the script. And here's the script if anyone wants it. (laughs) That's the backbone of the whole thing. There's different ways to implement it with for loops or scheduled tasks or whatever. That part's up to you. But that's all the PowerShell needs at its core to accomplish this. A lot of people have pointed out that sending insert or F13 instead of period would be better so change that up if you want. To all the people commenting that I'm a shitty employee and obviously trying to insult me over it. I wish I could make you feel just how little I care. To all the people implying a workday isn't valid if you aren't at 100% capacity from 8 till 5. Keep it up. You truly are an ideal employee. 
to them. Enjoy the taste of leather bootlickers. <laughs> Edit 3. Some of y'all would be pissed as fuck if I explained the concept of firefighters to you. <laughs> I love the sassiness at the end there. And there was just many people giving them ideas of what they've been doing whilst they've been working from home. Obviously, some people saying like, They've tied their, their mouths to a fan and stuff like that. Some people with these mouse jigglers, I've never heard of them before, but but a quick Google and it looks like it's literally just that, a box you place your mouse on and it jiggles for you. So it just keeps your computer active. Someone came up with a creative way and they said, you know, instead of using code and you can't code or whatever, buy a wristwatch with a sweeping second hand and place your mouse over the top of it and your mouse sees the, the movement of the second hand so it keeps you active as well. And many others just saying open PowerPoint and put it on slide and it that keeps your computer active. Many, many ways. Many people doing it by the sounds of it. <laughs> and then there were also some others in that thread as well. Like OP said, you know, you should be at full capacity most of the time. Not all the time, but most of the time because that's what they pay for. <laughs> I'd love to know your thoughts on that one in the comments below. Anyway, thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, support and time. I always love a little bit of a different subreddit every once in a while. Let me know. Let me know if you've got a favourite subreddit that we might cover at some point as well. And if you've got any more of those tree stories, love a bit of those. <laughs> Huge thank you and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and Brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.